Dear listeners, welcome to the Humane Story, where you'll get a peek into change makers' hearts. To know more about the format and intent of this podcast, please listen to the trailer. This is your host Smita, and I am very excited to introduce our guest on today's show, Venkat Krishnan. Venkat is an IIM Ahmedabad graduate who co-founded educational initiatives with the mission to create a world where children learn with understanding. In year 2000, he set up Give India to inspire a culture of giving in the country. Thereafter, he, along with several other volunteers, conceptualized Dan Utsav, a week-long festival to celebrate giving in its various forms. The start of the fest coincides with the birthday of Mahatma Gandhi on October 2nd every year. Venkat has pledged more than half of his wealth to philanthropic causes by signing up for Living My Promise. An active volunteer himself, he has recently launched an incubator to grow social impact startups by the power of volunteering. When not working, Venkat loves watching chess tournaments live and enjoys comedy shows on TV. Hi Venkat, thank you so much for having this conversation with me. Hi Smita, thanks. Thanks a lot for inviting me for this call. Uh, so the first question to you, Venkat, is uh, why do you do what you do? To put it very simply, I think you know a society can thrive only if everybody in that society cares for it. And I think for the last twenty-two years, my passion has been how do we get people to care about the society they live in, about the community they live in, beyond their immediate family and friend circle. I think giving and volunteering are two different ways in which you can get people to start caring about the community they live in. And uh, within that, you know, I spent a lot of time around the giving space, but that is still—I mean, you can still give without any building any emotional connect. It's much more difficult to actually volunteer in your community without building an emotional connect. So, promoting volunteering is all about getting people to care. What is the one story from the field that's etched in your memory on that emotional level? Unfortunately, although I like to crack a lot of jokes, for me this one is tear jerking. Um, so I used to run Give India, right, a few years back, and one of the things we used to do is periodically do these field visits to verify that the money was being used for the intended purpose. And so I was in Bihar meeting a person. who had got a cataract surgery done so he was a farmer family elderly person who was not he wasn't able to go to the field at all because he had lost eyesight in both the eyes because of cataract and uh, so the purpose of course of the visit was to check that he had actually got the surgery and that he was not charged any money for it etc and we went through all of that and then you know just for fun i asked him so how has it made any difference to your life and he said for the first time in my life i saw my 3 year old grandchild and uh, so he had a grandchild but for 3 years he had only heard the grandchild he had never seen him and in those days it used to cost 1200 rupees to do a cataract surgery uh, i was planning that you know i have never taken a foreign vacation in my life i was actually planning for the first time to go to thailand because it was very cheap i would have been able to do a trip for 15000 I just didn't have the heart to do it. I mean, twelve hundred bucks, I could get fifteen, fourteen cataract surgeries done instead of going to Thailand. 
which means 14 people would get to see their grandchildren again in life. I don't think I can ever take a foreign vacation in my life after that. Yeah, that's a very uh, moving one, Venkat. I'll take a step back uh, and ask you, in terms of volunteering, what are you hoping moves on an emotional level for the people who volunteer? Um, how does that work in terms of having this experiential stint in the development sector and kind of, you know, uh, translates that into a person's life? How do we create volunteering experiences for people at the end of which they are filled either with tears uh, and this example of the cataract was just one that imagine you're going and volunteering somewhere, maybe you're teaching a child uh, who goes to a municipal school and you get to learn that the kid could not come to school because they had to fill water in the morning, right? And in Bombay, for example, it's a very routine thing that you have to spend two hours in a queue for that five-minute opportunity to fill your four buckets of water. There's no pipe water in their homes. I think people like us who have never had to go through that experience in our life, when we actually start hearing these stories every day, it starts helping us to realize how ridiculously privileged we are and also how much we just take these things for granted, all the privileges that we have. And I'm hoping that it will either move a person emotionally to say that, yeah, this is, what am I doing? And I want to do something different about it. Or it fills them with anger saying, you know, what the hell is going on? How can people not even have access to water? And then they do something about it in that way. So, yeah, I mean, I think if volunteering experiences can move people either to empathy and wanting to do something about it or to anger and wanting to do something about it. But, you know, at the end of the day, emotion is the elephant and the brain is the rider, right? And so if we can get the emotion there, the actions will follow. Or gratitude for that matter, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, completely agree. Often, yeah, I think if you look at, for example, even among all the Living My Promise signatories, uh, one thing we found is common across all the 95 is a deep sense of gratitude. Each promiser feels that great sense of gratitude that they are where they are in life thanks to so many other things that happened to them. Right? And thanks to a series of fortunate accidents, including birth, to finding the right friends and supporters and family and all of that stuff to get them where they are today. I think if everybody just gets to discover this instead of living in the false arrogance that I am what I am because I worked very hard or some other shit. Most of us don't work even half as hard as the average garage mechanic or even a farmer for that matter. And that just working hard doesn't explain why we are where we are. Yeah, yeah. it's the lottery that uh, we Absolutely. got left out on. Venkat, who is your role model in giving in this entire journey? Me, my biggest role model in life is Mahatma Gandhi. I think nobody has given more than that one person has. He's given not just his wealth away, he gave his time, he gave his clothes away, he gave his lifestyle away. He, I mean, it's impossible to think of anybody having done that. And, you know, were it not recent history and like people like my own parents having seen him in person, it would be difficult to believe that such a human being could have existed. So for me, he's always been the biggest, biggest possible role model to follow. Yeah. Another question on who, Venkat. So who are you? Uh, 
um, if you had to describe yourself in three adjectives, what would those adjectives be? Ah, lucky, ridiculously lucky. Extraordinarily grateful. The third one is not an adjective. I'll use a noun if you permit. I'm a tool. I'm a tool that is trying to figure out what's the best way to use itself for society's good. That's a great way to look at it. It's a very modest and humble way. Um, where would you like the world to head to five, ten years down the line? Or do you think that's too short a time frame for any change to yeah, happen? Yeah, I mean, firstly, five, ten years is yeah very short. But even if one were to say 50 years down the line, I mean, I would love to see a world where there is genuinely, truly equal opportunity for everybody. Uh, I am less worried about whether there will be poverty or there won't be poverty or happiness or unhappiness. I come at this more from a justice angle than from a peace and everybody survey Sukhino Bhavantu angle. I just, so between tears and anger, I am more on the anger side, right? I just think that it's ridiculous that Somebody gets to go to a 1 lakh rupees a year fee school and somebody else has to wash utensils at home and can't even go to the government school. And then we talk about all these other issues, whether it's reservation or X or Y or Z. I mean, please, before any of us has the gumption to comment on that, we should be willing to send our kids to government schools first and then talk about whether there is reservation or not reservation. I, I would love to see a society which is genuinely, truly equal opportunity. I don't mean equality. I don't think equality will ever be achieved. Uh, but if we can give every child the same opportunity through same or similar nutrition, same or similar educational personality and growth opportunities, and then they do whatever they do with their lives, I'd be very happy to see a world like that. Yeah. How should one think about contributing to the society? What would your message be to our listeners who have the passion to make a difference but don't know how to start? Okay, firstly, if you have the passion to make the uh, difference but don't know how to start, it probably means you don't have enough passion. Because if you actually have enough passion, there's nothing will ever stop you, right? Uh, and the reality is opportunities to make a difference are staring each one of us in our face. Get out of your house, you'll see the security guard in your building. Please have a conversation with him. You'll be shocked at what its struggle that person's life is. Vegetables are 120 rupees a kilo. None of these guys are buying vegetables for the last several months in this country. They just can't afford to. Uh, just go and spend 5 minutes or 15 minutes at the... Uh, dustbin in your locality and look at a rag picker come and do her job. If you have the guts, spend 15 minutes wearing your gloves and helping her to do what she does and try to understand how much money she makes. I mean, there's infinite number of things you could do to start understanding what these problems are. And once you understand, you will automatically figure out what you want to do. Thank you so much, Venkat, uh, not just for this conversation, but also for how you think and what you do. So thank you. Thank you really from the bottom of my heart. I'm just deeply grateful that 
I have this opportunity to do whatever I can. So as a tool, I feel grateful that I have a chance to be of use to society. Imagine if I couldn't be of any use and I'm just lying unused in a toolbox. I'd be the worst use of a tool, right? I feel deeply grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this chat, do spread the word about this podcast in your networks and let me know your thoughts on the series. Until we meet next time with another inspiring change maker, do good and be good.